Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Ladies and gentlemen, please take your seats. The show is about to begin. Cavs a podcast. Oh, oh you're I'm gonna sorry. do it? Jeez. No, go, go ahead. ahead. Go, go ahead. ahead. Go ahead. No, it's you. This has been it's happening your, all it's night. Your, it's your bag, dog. No, this has been happening all night. You and I are like <laughs> the same person. Uh, welcome to Cavs the podcast or the podcast. Uh, we're gonna recap the uh, the first round of the NBA draft as we, out of one eye, watch the round two to see if the Cavs. Uh, trade or slash buy their way back into the second round. I, yeah. I don't expect they will. I know they. Well, they can. The problem is, is they cannot complete the trade until the um, new salary cap tech takes effect because I've already traded, sent out the maximum amount of money uh, to buy a pick that they can in a year. Ah. Okay. So that will be in a few days. So, and. <laughs> so it'd be somebody picking for them, and then they would just get the yeah. player. And yeah. and who knows if it would be reported tonight. So right, right. So. Well, um, I mean, as as far as how thing how things could have gone tonight, I would say that uh, this is a positive evening. For I, I I'm thrilled. <laughs> yeah, I mean, look, if there were a lot of. There were a lot of uh, potential pitfalls and potholes that the the Cavs avoided with with uh, some of the guys that were <laughs> that were uh, kind of up and down that that the lottery there and 
Yeah, I mean, look, I, I was I really enjoyed watching Sexton play in the in in I don't watch a lot of college basketball, but he he really struck me as a guy that stood out for his uh, for his for his energy and and uh, just sort of desire to win. Yeah, and um, you know, and there were a lot of guys that uh, that, that didn't have those those kind of qualities in the in the first round, and I was just really hoping they weren't gonna get suckered into swinging for a, for um, for Porter Jr. Just because um, you know the back the back's never never anything you want to make. Man, and he there. dropped like a stone. What all the way to fifteen and Four, fourteen to Denver, yeah. Yeah, the last pick of the lottery. Yep, almost out of the lottery. And actually, as far as Robert Williams did, but I think that's a great situation for the player and the team. Like Denver is good enough that they don't need him to be great right now. Oh yeah, no, he can replace uh, Millsap when Millsap is ready to move out. Yeah, well, and and then the other part of that being that. Yeah, they that team is a borderline playoff team out west, and and they don't need him. Yeah, I guess I don't know. I'm just vamping and saying the same thing I just did, but that's okay. Yeah, no, I I like. So that. you're happy with you're happy with with Colin Sexton. I am happy with Colin Sexton. He's a super polarizing pick on you, kind of among people who follow the draft and uh, people who uh, a lot of Cavs Twitter. Uh, my personal take on the pick is I'm, you know, I'm a little baffled by the the dislike for the pick because he quote unquote can't shoot. Um, there's a lot of guys that come out that can't shoot, but by all accounts, he's going to be a guy that puts in the work to develop that part of his game. Um, the other issue with that being these guys aren't fully formed. I mean. There's nobody you're getting in the top 12 picks that are going to help you next year, except maybe Luka Doncic. You know, none of these guys are mature enough to be good at winning NBA basketball games as a rookie. Um, There's maybe one or two of those guys in every draft, and last year it was Donovan Mitchell. But the other thing is, is... I wanted the Cavs to go high on character, high on work ethic, high on IQ, and then the speed and the athleticism, I think, are off the charts for him. So, you know, he can certainly develop into that player. I mean, look at who Russell Westbrook was when he came out of UCLA. Sure. You know. He couldn't really shoot either. Well, yeah. unless well, you He still it. can't, but... <laughs> yeah, well... No, well, I mean, he's certainly better than he was, but right. I think that... I guess I, guess I was surprised, too, because... Honestly, there, there's so many other guys that I, I felt were more polarizing than Sexton. Sexton, if anything, Sexton actually felt like a really safe pick to me yeah. at eight because yeah. you you know you know the kind of guy you're getting from a just from a character energy, um, you know, and and um, I think somebody said he doesn't he doesn't finish all that well, but I, I don't think that's true. I actually think I read somewhere that he's really good at at the rim. Well. But, Numbers wise, he wasn't great, but you know, a lot of that all has to do with context. So right, but like I, 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 I mean, think a lot remember, of that is in the half court versus the full court. So yeah, but just I just look at that that 
from what was that game that he scored 40 points right. going basically three on five against Minnesota back in whenever it was January or February yeah. like like that's impressive stuff like that stands out because it, it, here's a guy that just I just there's so many guys on this team not named LeBron and sometimes named LeBron last year throughout <laughs> the regular season and even in the playoffs although less so LeBron in the playoffs that you just look at and you're like, well, what? Why are they not trying? Like, what? What is it? What are they waiting for? Why are they yeah. scared? Right? Like Larry Nance Jr. One of the things I really like about him is that he's got that motor and that energy. He doesn't always make the 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 yeah. smart, the best play, or you know, makes you know, makes some careless fouls. But but usually Nance is out there trying his ass off. And yeah. say what you will about Kevin Love, but t- you know, typically Kevin Love is is working hard on the floor. You know, so. I mean, even Tristan. Like that was the the best qualities of Tristan is when he's when he's locked in and and rebounding offensively and motoring. So, you know, it just it dri- would drive me crazy watching guys that clearly weren't giving a hundred percent either because they, I don't know, they didn't care, they were scared. I, I don't know what it was, but um, you know, and and a lot of the new guys are just I think just didn't know their place really. But right. I, I like I like the idea of a guy. And, and by the way, Sexton is a good pick, regardless of what LeBron does. Right. Because even if if LeBron stays, I think he's gonna love the kid. I mean, all the word out of his camp was that they really liked him. We didn't hear that from, directly from LeBron himself, but you know, and, and who knows? Maybe that's the old Shabazz Napier trick. But yeah, I I feel like that's the you know the. Uh, he'll he'll be a good a good asset to have alongside LeBron, and if LeBron decides to go somewhere else, then I, I think he's a really a really talented young point guard that you can that you can build start building a team around. Yeah, and and FYI, Shabazz Napier, pretty good player, right? You know, he's had two really good seasons as a backup point guard in a row. Um, it's not like the guy's just fallen out of the league, you know. Not with the team that, that drafted him, though. No, but <laughs> he's made himself into an NBA player that is but a rotation player on a play that's, on that's a. Sort of my, but that's sort of my point. Like, yeah, I know. You know, the Heat, the Heat only drafted him because LeBron said, "Well, oh, yeah, I like I that guy." Yeah. <laughs> so you're awfully quiet over there, Eli. Yeah, I'm just soaking in the vast knowledge from you two. I actually like the pick considering the way the board shook out and I was just terrified they're going to take that kid from Kentucky shy Gilgis Alexander yeah I was just terrified that was going to be the pick but giant head on a tiny little body even though he said he warned Cleveland not to take him yeah Yeah. I mean I think um, just the way the board panned out and obviously with Porter's medical obviously being probably a lot worse or at least uh, that's the opinion it seems with him dropping so far I think that was the right pick and like you said I really like how in a way he has he's not like a finished product by any means but I think his floor is pretty high because of the great physical tools he has and the experience of running point for an NBA coach in Avery Johnson so I think um I think overall it was a good pick solid pick and like you said um if LeBron stays or goes he still fits as a as a solid point guard and ball handler. Yeah, and, and at least in the NBA, um, Avery Johnson never ran a 
a NBA or an offense I loved. He his offense was a lot of isolation, which may be why you see that you know a lot of people say doesn't have great vision, doesn't have you know great uh, instincts as a passer. But you know he's in an offense run by Avery Johnson, and Avery Johnson was never as a coach the guy that developed those kind of players. I mean, <laughs> Avery Johnson was coached when they let Steve Nash go to Phoenix. So yeah. Well, I just kind of go back to there was there was a lot of people that that seemed to really like the idea of the Cavs finding a way to, to get um, Patrick Beverly before he got injured last year, and yeah. they just drafted him. You know what I mean? A better version yeah. of of, of uh, yeah. Patrick Beverly, in my opinion. So yeah, and almost like Patrick Beverly and John Wall had a baby, like. He's that fast. Yeah. <laughs> Had a baby. <laughs> but, yeah, he's that fast. I mean, multiple people calling him one of the fastest players they've ever seen. So that certainly can help. The, and the Cavs need that because the Cavs have no one right now unless LeBron is feeling it that pushes the ball. Yeah. So, well, George Hill certainly doesn't. No, exactly. I've seen Clarkson. Jose Calderon. Yeah, exactly. Jose. Clarkson can do it, but usually like in a straight line, and he won't pass it to anybody. So, well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I don't know. I mean, look, the only other guy I would have been like excited about that that was available when they picked was was Mikal Bridges, and man, yeah. did he get a raw deal tonight? Oh, he got hosed. And did you hear the whole reasoning behind it, or the supposed reasoning behind it? No. So basically, it was to save a million dollars in the almighty pursuit of LeBron. Yeah, they also got a first-round pick too. So well, yeah, but twenty twenty. Well, and maybe they can use that to try to get try to get uh, Kawhi in the building. But I I just don't get it. I mean, to me, it's Bridges seem to fit that team perfectly. Plus, his mom works for the team. Then you draft him and trade him like 10 minutes later. It's like. Well, and how about tell the kid before he's in front of the media, you know? And maybe it just came up. Who knows? But, like, it was just a really bad look. Yeah, it's a very bad look. As as I tweeted, this would never happen if Colangelo's burner accounts were still running the team. (laughs) So. Yeah, if anybody was running the team. That's why you shouldn't go into a draft with no GM. Yeah, that that just seems like a really well, and to me, like they're at the point in their development that they've got so many young players. Do they need more draft picks? You know, do know. they need more mid-level get, draft picks? Only to get vets, only to get ex- experienced players, really. Well, yeah, but the other side of that is like Mikal Bridges fits what they need from a player like a glove. You know, he can play three positions. Yeah. Uh, theoretically, they you desperately need catch and shoot shooting. Yep, <laughs> and, and cheap, cheap catch and shoot shooting right. instead of like guys like Bellinelli and uh, and Ilyasova will probably command more, right? Right, exactly. I mean, or what's his name, uh, JJ Redick. Yeah, it, it just made no sense to me. Yeah, so I agree, Eli. You were a little bit disappointed tonight. Yeah, I thought I really thought we we're going to get Kemba Walker. Paul George and uh, Kawhi Leonard tonight, isn't that <laughs> wasn't that the plan? Um, so one of the things I'm a little confused on, and I, I've heard that the Cavs 
can trade their pick after they trade it, but or after they draft it, but before it's signed. Yeah. Or and that they can't do that. So no, they can do that. Okay. That okay. So they don't have to wait thirty days. No. To trade only him. if okay. they only if they signed him. So my thought, Eli, is that none of that stuff's going to unfold until LeBron figures out what he's doing, and I don't think he's given them any. I mean, LeBron has to opt in. If the Cavs are trading LeBron, like if LeBron wants to go to Houston, he has to opt in because it's yeah. the only way it's going to work. Yeah, so I guess that'd be what June 29th will know yeah. if he's going to opt in or not. And then yeah. that's when the real fun begins. In NBA yeah, and if he's not opting in, it's pretty much Cleveland, Philly, or L.A. And I, I mean, I could guess I could see him going to Philly, but... Boy, that just seems like a mercenary move. You know what I mean? I don't think he's going to Philly. Yeah, no. And I think it's honestly. I think at this point, it's kind of down to Cleveland and 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 L.A. Yeah. And and I think, um, the Spurs do not. I think the Spurs want to salt the earth for L.A. I don't think they want. I don't think they are going to even talk about moving Kawhi until you know maybe August like they don't want to give any team in the west any ammunition for building a super team yeah i, I they just seem like they're dragging their feet like crazy oh, the which spurs, good for them the spurs by the way i think would be the team like i i know i i i was <laughs> teasing about windy windhorse uh you know, article comparing the Cavs and the Spurs. You know, with how oh yeah, Cavs handled Kyrie, and now they've got to deal with with this, where they finally, you know, it's not like it's not like Lamarcus, where you know Pop just sat down and talked him out of it. Now it's, I mean, clearly Kawhi doesn't even want to meet with Pop, so it, it's the kind of thing though that I could see the Spurs as an organization just saying, "All right, fine, sit out. We didn't need you last year. Yeah. Sit out." We don't care. Yeah, exactly. No, I I could see it too. And then if he does sit out, then you basically you could you could actually sue the guy for breach of contract. Yeah. And and <laughs> and, and oh, by the way, do you think that that um, training in L.A. about uh, tampering has anything to do with what's going on with Kawhi Leonard? Because I sure do. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, in case you missed it, L.A. had a, uh, the Lakers had a organization-wide anti-tampering meeting or uh, training session. Um, and to me, it looks like they're covering their butts over something. So yeah. I I would not be shocked if, Ka- if L.A. is in, you know, Kawhi's uncle's ear or whatever is going on all the time. Yeah. Um, it, I could see them trading him to the Clippers out of spite. Yeah, I I totally could too. And the Clippers just picked up a couple of good young wings. In the draft, I really, so. yeah, and and you know, in a bit, I do want to kind of uh, maybe when the second round is over, we'll we'll go through and do some draft grades. But I really, yeah, I like the Clippers draft a lot. Uh, I thought a lot of teams really did a nice job. Um, yeah, it was kind of shocking, actually, how many teams really kind of did nice a nice nice work for themselves. 
Yeah, I thought the like like we talked about the Sixers trade made no sense. Like like they got Zahair Smith. How does that guy fit on that team? Like he's another athlete who can't shoot. Do they need that? That's the last thing they need at this point. To me. Yeah, I'm a little confused also by the Bulls taking Wendell Carter and uh, <laughs> the Orlando Magic taking Bamba because they already have like a glut of bigs, so and they don't have shooting, so it's a little. Well, I mean, I think Orlando is probably going to get rid of both of your other big guys. Well, if they can't, uh, Vucevic, they can move. I'm not sure they can move uh, Dasana Job. It's not just, no, no, it's not him. It's or not Biombo, Biombo. Bismack Biombo, sorry. <laughs> I'm, I'm not Scott. sure that they can move. Dick Scott. Dick Scott, yeah. So did you see my, my post about, um, oh, uh, Junior, who, my, uh, Junior for, uh, Memphis. Yeah, Jaron Jackson. Jaron Jackson Jr. Did you see my post about that, EG? No. So my post, my wife goes, I go to my wife, I was like, yeah, Jaron Jackson Jr., his dad won a ring in 99 uh, for the Spurs, and she's like, oh, what's his name? I was like, Jaron Jackson. (laughs) (laughs) Jackson. Yeah, that was the highlight of my draft evening. (laughs) Yeah, that's funny. And she's like, oh, sorry, I wasn't paying attention, (laughs) which I give her credit, she... She was like, we we got about after the Cavs drafted. She was like, so when did they drafting? And I was like, oh, they're done. Really? <laughs> and I was like, yeah. yeah, they traded away all their other picks. It's not like I'm the going old to days. Bed. Yeah, it's not like the old days where they get you know two or three picks in the draft. Yeah, yeah. What was wasn't Mark was Mark Price was a second rounder. Yeah, yeah. But there was actually they had four round three or four rounds of the draft at one point. That's crazy. Yeah. Think about that. Yeah, and they had so many fewer um, teams too. It just—it's nuts. But yeah, yeah, this draft is deep. I mean, the kid from Ohio State. Speaking of job, that's why I was yet? thinking of job because his name was up there. Oh, has he gone yet? <laughs> no, he's still on the board. Or at least last I looked, which was about two minutes ago. But yeah, I mean, it's a really deep draft. Um, supposedly, Boston got that Walker kid. Who supposedly has lottery talent at uh, at the twenty seventh pick or whatever? But then when you looked, he's like, oh, he shoots forty three percent from three, and he was two for thirty from or forty seven percent at the line and two for thirty from three on the year. And it's like, <laughs> if you're that bad of a shooter, why are you shooting thirty threes? Yeah. <laughs> my favorite, my favorite um, quote of the night was somebody said he was. The best lob target in the draft. Fran Fraschilla said he was the best lob target in the draft. Then he said he only rolled ten times all year. <laughs> it's like, how, how can both those maybe things be true? Maybe it was ten for ten. It, it, maybe he was. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, look. That uh, here's the thing. He felt that Williams fell a long way, but that's actually a great situation for him in Boston because. They're not going to need him to score. All they're really going to need him to do is stand under the hoop and rebound and block shots. Yeah. He's going to be Aaron Baines, but on a rookie contract. That's basically what I think they yeah. want him for. Yeah. yeah. 
No, Although he's, Aaron again, Baines, a really good situation for him. Aaron Baines is a good offensive player because he's such a good screen setter. So you you can actually he's not have a good him. shooter though. No, but he's a good roller and finisher, and he knows where to be, and he's a really good screen shoot screen setter. <laughs> like you can have him on oh the floor, God. and How he helps your offense. How many picks do the Nets have? Do they have like they have like fourteen second round picks? Oh yeah, I don't know. They just took Hamadou Diallo. Actually, I like that pick, but so the Nets have a lot of guys that might be interesting on the Cavs. Um. You mean former Cavs that might be interested on the Cavs? No, the Nets. Like, uh, so yeah, they've the got. Nets. Yeah, like Joe, like like, uh, like uh, Joe. Uh, what's his name? Joe ha- Joe yeah, Harris. Joe Harris. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, but Joe. I mean, Brooklyn has. They've got a lot of guys on weird contracts. Like uh, now they have Dwight Howard. <laughs> well, they're they're buying him out though. They already. Yeah, that. but that's so. But they great. just drafted like half the Latvian team tonight. <laughs> yeah. Like, but they they have guys that um, Jeremy they, Lin. They weren't being. I thought they didn't have that Russian owner anymore, or do they? They do, but he only he owns a majority, but barely a majority. Like he, they still have that owner, but he's basically looking to cash out at some point in the next few years. Hmm. Is it? and and they've got Spencer Dinwiddie and Damari Carroll and Alan Crabb, and all three of those as role players might make some sense for the Cavs. Um, but, yeah, again, we don't know what's going on with the Cavs, and I don't think anybody at this point, like, on your Lebrano meter, where are you at, EG? Well, I'm, I've said he's staying from the beginning. I'm just going to stick to that. Until okay. Eli, where are you at on your Lebrano meter? Man, um, I think, I think he's going to leave. Where do you think he's going? I think he's going to the Lakers. I think his family loves that lifestyle. And um, I think he's really going to try to build his brand and, you know, activism movement. And I think that's where it fits most. Mm. So I think it's not really a basketball move, but I think he won't go there alone. I think at the minimum, Paul George will have to go with him this year. But See, that's the the problem I see is I don't think Paul George... I think Paul George has an agreement with the Thunder. Really? I, I don't know. See, He's got a lot of a lot of traction lately. Yeah, that, that and I true. think I don't think that trade happens last year unless Le, unless Paul George gives him a yeah, I'll sign at least a one more year after I get here. Yeah. So the whole like um the whole thing I'm hearing is a 1 plus 1 for Paul George. Right. And to me, that seems like... I don't think Paul George is going this year. I just... I Just my gut. And I don't think that San Antonio is going to give the Lakers any... Did you hear the report today that basically San Antonio hung up the phone when the Lakers called Oh, yeah. (laughs) They're not trading him to the Lakers. Yeah, or at least not without exacting the iron price. Which I don't think Magic will will do. Yeah. So, yeah, so the... I just don't think it's going to shake out in the West. I don't think... Do, do you think there's any possibility he goes to Houston, Eli? No. Oh. Well, I know you don't think there is. I don't think so, because I think he will... 
I mean, he, LeBron's going to be sensitive about his legacy. And I think a lot of people would slay him for going to Houston and be... I mean, that'd be like the ultimate mercenary move, I think. Yeah. I just don't think they can make it work. There's no it's, financial way that they can make it work without the the top two guys on the players, you know, the top two officers in the, in the players association... Taking pay cuts. Basically being complete hypocrites and taking a cut after they've they've extolled people to take the take the max for years now. Yeah. Well, it and the other side of that doesn't being, make any sense to me. They Plus, don't have the assets to sell Ryan Anderson to somebody. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. I don't think the there's there's two things that will happen. One one of these two things will happen. Oh my god, are you watching the TV right now? I I I, I Gotta change the do, channel. Do you see Steph Curry with a headset <coughs> talking to yeah. some like startup company? Is this is not the most insufferable image you've ever seen in your life? Yeah, I mean it, it's it's total Steph. I loved how the the fans there like gave the anything Warriors like a, a Goodell level booing. <laughs> yes, that was which fun. Was awesome. And granted, yeah. it's New York or Brooklyn, so that's yeah. it was bound to happen anyways. But still, it's just great to hear. And who but, did they draft that they all booed? Oh, the Knicks. They booed uh, Kevin Knox. Yeah. <laughs> which, which, I don't blame them. I would have taken Macau Bridges right there if I was the Knicks, but whatever. Yeah. Um, but, no, what was I saying? Oh, uh, no, no, the Houston thing. Here's one of two things is going to happen with Paul George in Houston. Because I'm sure that when they made you, the deal Paul for George Paul, or Chris not Paul. Not Paul George, uh, Chris Paul. When they made the deal for Chris Paul last year, when he did the whole opt-in and trade, there I guarantee you there was a conversation with Daryl Morey or whomever off the record where they're like, Chris, we're going to take care of you next year. We're going to give you the max and it's going to be all good. So, so Chris Paul's either getting the max from Houston, in which case LeBron's not going there, or... Chris Paul's going to bolt and go somewhere else because they're wishy-washy about giving him the max. Yeah. Well, so the one way I could see LeBron ending up in L.A. is with Chris Paul. But I don't think right. LeBron and Chris Paul in L.A. with the team that they have is enough to do anything. No, because Chris Paul's always injured in the, yeah. in the playoffs. Yeah, and always. LeBron knows that. LeBron's no dummy. And the Lakers' core isn't that good, <laughs> right? No. But it, but one thing about the Chris Paul thing that I think isn't getting reported is he might have had that wink wink agreement, but the ownership did change. So this owner might come in and be like, "Hey, I know Leslie Alexander said he'd give you that five year deal, uh, no questions asked, but I'm not going to do that." See, he'll opt out, and then he'll opt out and bolt. He'll opt out and go somewhere else that will give him the max, and I guarantee you there will be a place that will. The one thing that's goofy to me about that, though, is why didn't he just sign an extension? I was really surprised he didn't sign an extension, especially with as often as he is injured. But Uh, I don't know either. Guys like to bet on themselves. so Yeah. I mean, look, there's no question that Houston was was great when he and Harden were on the floor. And I I still believe they probably, they they had at least a 50-50 shot of taking down the the Warriors if he doesn't get injured. Yeah. Well, I don't up, know if 50-50, but they had certainly... They were up 3-2. Oh, oh, yeah, absolutely. No, I agree with you. 
yeah, sorry, I was. No, that's okay. I'm saying like I think I I think yeah, it probably still goes to Game Seven. I don't think Houston loses a Game Seven at home if Chris Paul's healthy. I agree with you. Well, they certainly don't miss twenty-seven threes in a row. No, which because is the Chris most Paul in- would Chris Paul would take start taking mid-rangers. Yeah, well, and that is the most shocking thing about this Golden State championship is just how underplayed that Houston series is. Like how badly Houston choked in that series. A sweep, a sweep is the best deodorant for uh, a tricky <laughs> series. Look at the yeah. Cavs with the between the Pacers and the and the absolutely uh, the uh, Raptors. Like yeah. how how night and day was that? Right? Like oh, the Cavs are maybe not going to make it out of the first round and blah blah blah, and then all of a sudden they sweep the Raptors and it's like it never happened. So Kata Bates Giop just went to the Wolves. Uh, from Ohio State. Oh, good. He can replace uh, Wiggins. Yeah. You know what? I I could actually see that being that, that might not be far from what they're trying to do, but I don't think they can move Wiggins no, on the not game with that base. Contract. I don't know I, why they offered him that contract. Because they felt like he had to, or they or he'd leave. <laughs> no, but don't they want him to leave? Like he's well not now talented. they do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was that was a pretty dumb move. Like. Why wouldn't you have gone into this summer with him as a restricted free agent with teams with no cap room? By the way, if I was if I if they wanted if you're going to go back and make that trade again, like I would just do Jimmy Butler for for Wiggins straight up. Well, actually, I think Zach Levine I mean, might be a better player. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I'm saying like like they do the same thing basically. Yeah. And back then, you didn't know. I mean, there there was less of a indication that Wiggins was really going to just continue to decline. Yeah. But anyways, we're getting off tra- off track. Yeah. Let's get back. to So the Bates draft. Diop, I'm I'm excited for him. One of the more accomplished guys in the draft, and I, I played great at Ohio State, and also, um, that team desperately needs wings. So, it, yeah, he he could be good for them. So Could I mean be. they were literally giving Shabazz Muhammad minutes in the playoffs, so I'm sad. <laughs> yeah, who's one of the worst Well no, Milwaukee was. Never mind. I'm trying to remember nah, who they right. were yeah. giving minutes to. But <clears throat> yeah. So it should be interesting to see what happens. Um but yeah, I feel like you you guys feel like we can start uh grading the draft? Uh I think so. I mean there's we're up to what pick fifty, so yeah, let's so let's yeah. So let me pull this up by team. Uh so just knee jerk, Eli, who who did you think had a good draft? Do we lose I think Eli? the Mav- I think the Mavs had a great draft. Oh, I I would 100% agree with you. I I still can't believe they got basically the best player in the draft and all they had a I mean, of course, they have to give up that first-round pick in the future, but I think taking Luca and pairing, giving him an ex- year with Dirk Nowitzki for a year, I think that's just going to accelerate his uh, process, and he's going to be probably. I mean, his floor is so high because he has so much experience, but he has a ceiling. I mean, he has a pretty high ceiling too. He's a young guy, and he's only going to get more athletic. It's not like he's uh, old stiff out there. So I think the well, Mavs are the big winner. 
Yeah, uh, I'll agree with you. And I actually love their second round pick in that they took another point guard um, in Jalen Brunson, who I think is probably, they got two guys can literally come in and play right away. Um, Because I think Jalen Brunson probably not going to be an all-star, but probably will be in the league for eight, nine years as, you know, a solid point guard. And probably a, a backup, but still could be a pretty darn good player. So, yeah, I love that. I love their draft. Um, you know who uh, Brunson reminds me of? Who? He reminds me of, uh, like, Fred Fred Van Fleet a little bit. Yeah, yeah, I, I'll argue with that. I actually think he's a better guard than Van Vliet. Just, he kind of is, his assist to turnover ratio is amazing. Um, he really takes care of the ball well. He's he's definitely a half court more of a half court player, especially in the NBA. But but yeah, um, a guy that yeah super solid, not overly athletic. I think that was the comparison on that was one of Chauncey's uh, NBA comparisons. So mm. so, so uh, Phoenix Suns uh, I thought had a fantastic draft. Um, everybody good thought for they the worst team in the NBA. Huh? Well, yeah. But everybody and they had four draft picks. <laughs> no, no, I'm saying like like normally you're the worst team in the NBA and you make questionable choices and yeah. they didn't. I I actually think uh, they should have taken Doncic, but I don't know. I think you guys are all, all way too high on Doncic. Yeah, well, you could be right. He he does seem a little stiff when I watch him play. But uh, and, and Aiton, everybody loves him. I kind of think. Motor's going to be an issue, and also I don't love a guy playing right down the road from where he grew up. Yeah, um, I don't know. It can, it can yeah. go either way, I think. But I think eight. I mean, I think I said before, like Aiden reminds me kind of 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 uh, the dude in Minnesota. Yeah, but the other side of that is they got Macau Bridges. Uh, yeah, which, which was, I thought was, was steal. an absolute steal. I mean. You look at who they're starting. They're going to start Booker. They're going to start Bridges, Aiton, and they've got some decent bench players. They can get you know one or two uh, and Jackson. Well, and they got Akobo in the with the first pick of the second round. Yeah, like they have. He's a pretty nice nice point guard. Yeah, they have a lot of players that, like, literally, they probably have their starting lineup in the last two three years. Yeah, <laughs> they probably drafted. They have they need a power forward, but they got a lot of guys that can do that on that. I mean, Dragon Bender's been playing center for them, so he yeah. can certainly move to the four. What do you guys think about Atlanta's draft with the 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 next generation Splash Brothers potential? <laughs> what, uh, so Atlanta got Lou. L- um, Trey Young. Trey Young, Young and then yeah. Kevin Herter and then Amari yeah. Spellman and then Devontae Graham. Um I actually you know what, if you're gonna go for something, then go for it. Right. <laughs> and well I do like Collins that you know, he he opted in and I think I think Deadman did too. Yeah, he did. Um They're certainly gonna have nice, an identity. It's a nice mix of players and I and uh I mean young guys. I mean yeah. you know. They're going to be an interesting team to watch. Yeah, who's the? Did they hire a new coach yet? Yeah. yeah. Uh, who was it? It's a really young guy, Lloyd Pierce. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I certainly think they'll be a team that will be exciting some nights, but 
yeah, they're two or three years away for sure, and they're going to give up so many points. They, you're going to be able to score 130 on them on any given night. Yeah. I mean, when you're starting Trey Young at the guard and Herter not doesn't look like a defensive stopper, and then, yeah, they're just going to be so young. They're probably going to trade Schroeder, right? There's no way they're going to keep him. Yeah, the problem is Schreuder. no one wants Schroeder. Yeah, and he, I mean the the Bazemore contract is going to be kind of hard to take too. <laughs> ben Worth wants him on his team. I actually like Baze, but no one else seems to. I I actually think Bazemore could be a decent role player, but like I would give up Jr. for Baze, but oh, I would too. I think he's um, give up Jr. for just about anything right now. Yeah, right? yeah. Well, that is true. <clears throat> But he's like so, a sne- he's sneakily gotten really good at shooting threes, and uh, he plays a better defense than most of the Cavs' wings, so he'd be a good yeah, fit. Yeah, that that is true. Um, so you got Memphis. I actually thought had a really good draft as well. They got Jaron Jackson Jr. in the fourth pick, and then Javon, Javon Carter, Carter. Uh, who a lot of people just think he's a real gamer. And a guy that can put up a lot of points, or you know, that has a role in the NBA. Um, yeah. So at and is a grinder. So both those guys are really going to fit well in Memphis. I mean, both those guys are grindhouse players. So yeah. I really like Jaron Jackson's game. I think he'll do well real, real there. Although it'll be interesting to see what they do with um, you know their oft hurt veterans. Yeah. Oh. Uh, Mike Conley and Paul Gasol. The other Gasol, Mark. Or Mark Gasol, yeah. Yeah. Plus, what do they do now with uh, the mistake they made with... Um, with uh, I can never remember his name, the guy they had coming off the bench. Oh, um, Tyreek Evans? Yeah. Well, Tyreek Evans is just going to go to the highest bidder. Like, why they didn't trade him last year, kind of no one understands. But, yeah. I mean, whatever... Um, so the Bulls at five are drafting, not five, seven. Who drafted five? Uh, that was, well, oh, they, that was Dallas, Dallas drafted, and the Trey Young. Yeah. yeah. So we talked about that. And then six was Orlando who got Mo another, Bamba. Another front court player. <laughs> Which to me, yeah. It, and then they got Melvin Frazier, small forward, and Jared Vanderbilt, small forward. It's like, does that team have any guards. Does anybody care about the Uncle Drew movie? <laughs> no. <laughs> well, no I, one cares I know. about the Orlando Magic either. So. Yeah, no one cares about the Orlando I'm sorry, Magic the, either. The, the trailer was just on TV. I'm oh, yeah, I've, I've like, been seeing it all night. It's coming I mean. out, like, is it coming out, like, this weekend? Like, opposite, like, Jurassic World 2? And, uh, yeah. And Day of the Soldado. <laughs> yeah. Which, I can't believe they made a sequel to that. Well, I can I can believe it. I just yeah. I mean the first one actually was a nice surprise hit, but I don't think this one will be. No, I don't think so either. It looks like it like it looks like high end straight to video. You know what yeah. I mean? Like one of those behind enemy lines four. You I'll know, you like what, that. I'll tell like, you what people are thinking for this weekend here. What were you saying, E. G.? Uncle Drew comes out next week, by the way. Oh and it's next week. Yeah, and so does the other one too. Oh, Soldado. Day of the Soldado? Yeah. Yeah. 
It's yeah, smart, um, smart they they ran away. So from Orlando, yeah, the they've the got a lot of guys they're probably looking to trade. Like if you're the Cavs, Vucevic would be a really nice fit at the five. But unfortunately, if you're replacing Kevin Love, <laughs> no, if, if or if you're replacing Tristan Thompson, but unfortunately, no one's taking Tristan Thompson's contract. No. Yeah. Um, so at seven, the Bulls, the Bulls grabbed Wendell Carter Jr., who is a player I hate. Yeah. Um, mainly because I think he's the kind of player that is pretty much obsolete in today's NBA. Um, and then they got Chandler. He's, he's, I think I wrote up. He's he's uh, he's either he's Al Horford on a good day, or or more more like uh, um, Al Jefferson, <laughs> where he's just kind of like a you know. He's got moves around the hoop and can rebound a little, but he's not going to win you any games. Yeah, he's a good passer, um, but I don't think like he can be a decent bench big or you know a okay starter. But yeah, here's the thing about Al Horford: he was just average for like ten years. Like he was slightly above average. Like there's the no Bulls, that's his the, ceiling, slightly the above Bulls, average. Bulls like need a point guard. Like, why didn't they take some? No, they got done. I don't believe in done. Well, they do. I don't know why. Well, he he <laughs> he had good uh, advanced metrics numbers last year, but yeah, he's not a school. He's not. He can't say, shoot. Did you just, did you just invoke advanced metrics on me? <laughs> I did. You know I who did. you're talking to. I, I know exactly who I'm talking to. You're basically talking no, to Lionel. Hall. I was just throwing you a uh, big hunk of red meat. Yeah, you were. <laughs> That's 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 just a wrong thing to say to me. But but um, then I said he can't shoot. <laughs> so. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like I mean, well, not that Sexton can shoot yet either. But yeah, I I do think they would have taken Trey Young if he was there. I agree with that. Yeah, I don't know. Could have could have been. Here's but a, if I'm then if I'm them, I would have also taken Macal Bridges. I mean, or Miles Bridges. I would take one of the Bridges instead of yeah. You would have taken Macal Bridges over Sexton. Uh, me personally, yeah. So that's just it. I think if LeBron stays, I would have taken McCall. Yeah, because of because he's a pure three and D guy who will help the team now. Help the team immediately. Yeah. I think Sexton is going to be a really nice player, and I think he'll be able to help some. But I don't think I think the shoot I think the shooting will be an wow. issue. So Dallas got Shake Milton too, which oh, nice. is another big or another really nice pick. Well, it's so. about time Dallas started turning things around, right? I mean, yeah, they haven't really been good since 2011. Yeah, watch them get like uh, a Demarcus Cousins or Clint Capella or something. This yeah. they've talked about it. Although I think I I really think that that uh, that and from everything I hear out here, I really believe that Demarcus is the backup plan if they can't get LeBron. Oh yeah, I've I've heard that too, and <laughs> just Will they bring back it to balance out the height. Oh no, my they god, have to. the former the former Kings. Will oh be my god, that this it and and cousins on the same team. <laughs> Again. This, this is gonna be so great. <laughs> Again, uh, <laughs> it's so yeah, fantastic. I don't know. I, I, don't know. I, I, I every time I wanna like even think about like. Well, maybe I just keep going back to 
what you said before, Nate, which is I, I really have a strong feeling that Paul George is gonna is gonna re up with OKC. Yeah. And I don't think there's in a million years the Spurs will, will ever trade Kawhi to LA. Yeah. So who's LeBron going with? Exactly. Unless Houston doesn't decide to max Chris Paul and he decides to bolt and team up with LeBron there. Because I could see LeBron doing that. And just in saying, in like, L.A.? Yeah. Yeah. Because I think Houston would take, if they had to do a, you know, like a sign-and-trade, they'd, they'd probably take, like, Lonzo and, you know, somebody else to make that happen. But, um, who knows? <laughs> Lonzo. Yeah. So who got who picked after the Cavs? The Knicks. They the took Kevin Knicks. Knox. They took the unpopular Kevin Knox. You know, honestly, I like Kevin Knox, but I thought the Knicks should have just gone all in on Porter, and Porter and Porzingis could have just taken half the season off and then come on <laughs> strong and then give them hope for the next. Well, year. here's the thing, though: if you're tanking, that's exactly how Philly got into the position they're in now. You know what I mean? Like, if you're tanking, taking these high picks, and then stinking the next year, is and then getting more high picks, is kind of how you <laughs> how you accumulate all that. So, it wouldn't have been the worst uh, decision. But, yeah, they got Kevin Knox, and then they made the trade for Mitchell Robinson. I can't remember who they got back in that deal. Oh, no, they took Mitchell Robinson from... Uh, Oh, who was he from? Kobe Altman just got interviewed. <laughs> Man, the Cavs aren't going to make anyone feel great if you're on the Sexton isn't a good pick. Because they keep saying, like, he's a fiery guy, competitive, well, work here, ethic. To I, me, wish, I mean, they should talk about his, like, speed and athleticism at the minimum when they yeah. ask about him. Well, to me, it's a total Spurs pick. Like... You're taking a guy with an NBA body, NBA athleticism, and you are assuming that you can teach him these other things that he doesn't have right now. You know, and and that's an assumption, but he certainly seems like he could pick that up. So he he doesn't come across as um, Jordan Clarkson level dumb. (laughs) I'm sorry, low basketball IQ. So, yeah, the Knicks, I wasn't, yeah, overly impressed with their draft. Um, who who went after the Knicks? That was the weird um, Charlotte drafting for... No, it, Knicks, it was after the Knicks, it was uh, Bridges oh. to Philly. Oh. Yeah. Bridges to Philly, which seemed normal for a while. Yeah, yeah, and, and then... The whole trade. Yeah, weird. and then after that, it was the weird Charlotte's going to take a guy and then trade him to the team behind him behind yeah. them they took they took Gilgis Alexander and yeah and then traded him to the, the Clippers, Clippers for yeah, Miles Bridges for Miles Bridges which actually I kind of like Miles Bridges but he's well the Clippers have a whole new backcourt now yeah but Miles Bridges to me is a guy who has a ceiling as a solid starter on a team full of mediocre bigs and yeah. they have more mediocre bigs now yay <laughs> the hornets have like five wings that are all role players i feel like yeah 
like Batum, MKG, which means Marvin Williams, Jeremy Lamb, and then they don't have a real backup, like a point guard. Like they could desperately use another elite wing. Yeah, <laughs> desperately. But, well, I guess they're going to roll with Kemba, though. I mean, they didn't take his like successor. I thought they would have just kept Gilgus Alexander for that, but it looks like they're going to keep him, and maybe the All-Star game is the reason they want to keep Kemba around. <laughs> I guess. Um, that makes no sense to me, but... Yeah. Well, who knows? They got a lot of... They have a glut of guys that could potentially be traded, so... Yeah, and... and... If there's somebody that would certainly eat that Batum contract, it's uh, it's Dan Gilbert. So, don't you guys think Batum would be a good fit for the Cavs, though? I actually think he could be. I've always hated his game. He seems like a guy that shrinks from the moment. Um, but he's a good defender. He's very long, but he's always hurt, and it takes him forever to get over injuries. Um, and for the amount of money he makes, it's, you know, it's kind of ridiculous. I mean, the Cavs could literally end up paying like as much in luxury tax as they're paying in payroll. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, but the Clippers actually really like, even though I don't love Gilgus Alexander, um, well, it was kind of weird. They took Gilgus Alexander and then Jerome Robinson right after. I actually kind of like. Jerome Robinson. Gilgus Alexander to me seems like this year's Joe Alexander in that he was kind of a total late riser workout warrior. I guess he had really good workouts for a lot of teams. But again, one of the reasons I like the guys that Cavs picked is they graded them based on how they played in actual games and not individual workouts against one or two players. So. Well, because that was one of the things that I think um, McMenamin was saying that that he that he was saying that that um, Sexton didn't have the best like a knockout workout, but then Sexton was saying that he felt like it was his best workout. <laughs> yeah, that so, was a, that was a little scary. <laughs> so who knows? Yeah, who knows? and yeah, I actually thought the Cavs did a really good job of hiding uh, who they wanted to take. Um, with the SGA and the um, well, except for except for Dan Gilbert's comments right after his his workout. Oh uh, uh, well, no, but I mean leading up to the draft. No, I know, know, I know what you mean. Which but, it's funny because everybody's flipping out about the things you they're putting out there one or two days before the draft, and it's like literally that is the time that everybody's just throwing up smoke screens. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. <laughs> and then. No, they they did a nice job of of yeah. obfuscating that because there was really no buzz about Sexton the last few days. Yeah, I actually love Michael Porter Jr. to Denver, um, just because you know you're 14. That that guy that you normally take there probably isn't going to help you, but that's a total swing for the fences pick. Well, uh, a, a lot of it will depend on really on the the long, for, and forget about the short term, like the long term prognosis for his back. I mean, if it's, yeah. a, if it's a degenerative situation. Did, did either of you guys think he looked stiff just walking up there? Oh, yeah. <laughs> like he looked he like just, he needed a cane. And I joked, yeah. like, he probably should have. Like, he should have, like, just... Yeah, just, just owned full it. full cane. Yeah. Yeah. But, but that's... 
you know, a lot of the people that I've seen that were negative were like, why didn't you? Why didn't the Cavs just take swing with the fence and take Porter if they think LeBron's probably gone anyways? Because you know, because you know, arguably Porter could have been the number one pick last year if they would if he could have come out of high school. So you know, he's a talented guy, six ten. He can rebound. He can score. I mean, you know, he's he's a super talented player, but the back is nothing to to trifle with and yeah. you know i mean it, anytime you see that it's like and let's say let's say he's got a missed time this year well that's not exactly the guy that's that's going to really help you keep lebron around anyway so yeah I no I, I i totally it, here's the thing i don't think you can roll the dice on a guy like that if you're the Cavs at eight I mean take you just can't afford a guy there there's a 50 50 shot he's never can even play you know what I mean I just with the situation they're in it just the Denver has so many other good young players that they can afford to take that risk yeah yeah. So well, and we'll see what we'll see what happens. I mean, yeah. I, I'm I was I was happier with the pick than than I thought I would be going in. So well, and I think part of that was probably yeah, all the things that could have gone wrong like we talked about. So uh, the Bucks, well, Troy Brown to the Wizards, I don't think anybody that's like a meh. Dante DiVincenzo, uh, the big what is he the big lasagna or the big, big rag- ragu? Big ragu, yeah. <laughs> his, Actually, his like, Italian mother was there at the draft yeah. with him. It was pretty funny. Thirty-one points in the finals had a great final. Probably got into the first round just on the strength of his final game. I think a few of these guys did. <laughs> yeah, uh, but he's a solid combo guard, and the big development there is. You know, uh, Matthew Delavadova might be available now. Of course, yeah, there were think. rumors earlier today that saying that they were they were actually Milwaukee's actually looking to trade up and had put Delhi on the block. As somebody <laughs> they can, it was like, yeah, that's probably why you didn't trade up. But hey, look, if he's available, <laughs> hey, I'd love him on the Cavs. Um, I I would give you Jr. for him right now. Yep. <laughs> um, Lonnie Walker to the Spurs was a home run. Oh yeah, what a home run! I mean. Talk about a guy, lottery talent, for whatever reason, fell. And then just, you know, he's got some knee issues, but if he can stay healthy, yeah, that that's a that's a monster draft pick for them. Actually, the Spurs, yeah, I thought the Spurs, again, had a monster, monster draft. Uh, they yeah. got somebody in the second round I really like, too. <clears throat> what was that? I don't know. Uh, oh, never mind. No, I have no idea who Chimize Metu is from USC. Oh, that's a, that's a draft and stash. <laughs> no, he's he went to USC. Oh, USC. Never mind. <laughs> so I don't know. I mean, it yeah, could be. Who knows? He may so play Mr. overseas. Oh, Mr. Irrelevant is Giannis's brother. Costas went 60th. Oh, Costas Atetokounmpo. Yeah, onto the group. Holy cow, he's enormous. Well, he's seven three wings. Oh, he's Giannis's brother. Yeah, but he's even bigger than Giannis. He yeah. might be, yeah. I don't know if he's as talented. Yeah, he's Can't 6'11". wait for him and IT IT to hook up. He's six eleven, <laughs> hundred and ninety five pounds. 
I got to think he's a drafting stash. I like. I, I got to think they're going to want him to play overseas. Well, he played at Dayton. Yeah, well, and his brother plays. The Nassus plays at uh, in Greece. So, yeah. Costas, watch him be the best player in the round. <laughs> um, yeah. What did you guys think of? Uh, um. What's his name? The Tripper, Grayson Allen, to your oh, great. <laughs> how how perfect was it? I thought he was going to Boston, but um, Utah is you know, you mean the twenty-year-old clone of? Uh, I ruined the joke. Ted Cruz. Ted Cruz. Yeah, <laughs> he looks exactly yeah. like Ted Cruz. Did you see the video? <laughs> I, and they showed it. They played it after he did the interview with with. Uh, Jimmy Kimmel? Donovan, with Donovan Mitchell. Oh, okay. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> of them getting into like, it. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then, then them getting into it, or Mitchell, like, hit him in the face. Well, did you see the look on Donovan Mitchell's face when they drafted him? Yeah. He, he like, was like, oh, yeah. you got to be kidding this me. Guy. <laughs> the tripper. Yeah. yeah. But, like, I didn't get I didn't get the Sixers taking Landry Shamet at 26. He felt like a second rounder to me. The Sixers had a weird draft. Yeah. Like, and you got to think that not all those guys are going to play for them. Yeah. Like, there's such a thing as having too many draft picks in a draft. Well, they they won't if they want a clear space for LeBron. That's for sure. No, they won't. Yeah. Um. So, um. Yeah, Grayson. I, I don't know anything about Moritz Wagner. I didn't watch a lot of Michigan games. So. Oh, he he's a big who can shoot basically. Um. He, wow. He, what? Yeah. Uh, no, just one quick fact. Not a single player, veteran NBA player, was traded in this NBA draft. Is that it's like a first for a long time? It's first in like at least six years, according to this wow. tweet I just saw. Yeah, to me, part of the problem is... Are they not counting uh, Dwight Howard sort of in the window? or? Yeah, I, I think it's the draft, during the draft, right? yeah. Okay. Yeah, I... Th- I to me, the biggest problem with NBA free agency and all that right now is LeBron is the big domino. And until LeBron decides what he's doing, which may not happen if he goes to free agency, it may not happen until like a few days. At, like This might be the quietest opening of free agency in a long time. Mm, I don't know. Depends. If Paul for, George, for the big... If Paul for George the teams... For the commits. contenders. No, no. If Paul George commits... On yeah, midnight of, of that and says, I'm going back to OKC on a one plus one or a two year or I'm signing the max with with OKC. Who who knows? I'm, I'm sure that won't happen. But so let's say he does a one plus one. I kind of feel like that's the domino because then all of a sudden, like one at, le- at least one, probably two because of the Kawhi situation of the the guys that would have joined LeBron in L.A. are not are no longer coming. Yeah. So then, what what are you left with, right? Well, mean, on top of that, um, there's like only four teams that have max cap space. Yeah, everybody's opting agents. in, which they weren't doing before. Yeah. I mean, Austin Rivers just opted in. Dwayne Dedman opted in. This is how bad it is. Often Austin Rivers opted in, and his dad's the head coach. Like even his dad wasn't going to pay him if he opted out. I think the only guy didn't your buddy Kylo Quinn opt out. 
He did, but he's on a contract. Like he could get a good portion of the mid level, and he's only making four point one million now. I've already so. heard that that uh, that Golden State was eyeballing him. Uh, he would be a really good pick for them. Of course, I, he would. I really hope Dwight goes to Golden State. That's never Golden State. Happen. Steve Kerr won't let that happen. Destroy him from the inside. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> So the Pacers, Aaron Holiday, I thought was a really good draft pick. Um, I don't know. I can't tell them apart from the other holidays. That's why it's a good draft pick because the other holiday is really good. <laughs> that's true. Wait, you mean the, the two other play, holidays? The, doesn't the other one play for the Bulls? Yeah, and Justin. Yeah, and always and killed us in summer league and in the preseason last year. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Portland and Anthony Simmons. Who is a guy that didn't even come out? He's a high he's school kid, a, right? Who, yeah, he committed, but he sat out a whole year. Well, because he committed to Louisville, and then he said he didn't want to go there after the whole scandal. Right? Yeah. So who knows what they're getting there? They could be getting a really good player, or you know, but yeah. it's certainly not going to help them this year. You got to think. I, I really want to see. I think I posted. That I really want to see um, the uh, the holidays play the. The um, the Zellers, the Zellers on family yeah, but the holidays are all guards team. and the Zellers are all stiffs. Doesn't matter. Like, <laughs> half no, no, court, on half court, feud. I'd take the Zellers. No, full court, I'd take the holidays. Family feud, <laughs> NBA family feud. What about the Plumleys? Or, yeah, or the uh, Lopez? Or the Zellers? Or the Zellers? The Zellers. Or the Lopez? The holidays versus the Zellers. The lo- there's only two Lopez's though. You need three <laughs> for three on three. <laughs> Yeah. Anyways. Um, yeah. So, yeah, you were saying Landry Schmidt. I don't understand that pick. Moritz Wagner, people like it. But I that guess. was, like, the worst kept secret. Like, I heard that a week ago that he was going to the Lakers. So, yeah. I think everybody kind of was pretty convinced he had a promise there. Uh, the Celtics getting Robert Williams and who else did they get? No, they just got Robert Williams. I mean, that's an okay draft pick for who they picked. I don't think he's going to be any good. I I think the age of these offensively challenged big men is is fast dying. Yeah, but he'll replace he'll replace like you say uh, Monroe off the bench or yeah. Baines in the yeah. starting lineup. They just need a they just need somebody who can who can help block shots and get rebounds. Yeah. They, those are the two. Those have always been their two biggest deficiency areas. Yeah, and the guy that um, Golden State drafted, um, what's his name, from Cincinnati? Oh, yeah. Um, Jacob Evans. Jacob yeah. Evans. Yeah, he he seems okay, but I the best one was, well, he's instantly better than Swaggy P. So <laughs> they're probably well, after Swaggy P was telling people they should all do cocaine, I'm sure he probably won't be back. <laughs> uh, yeah, the, what the hell? In the Bay Area. Yeah, that just seems... But see, he's got his he's got his he's got his ring now. Like he he didn't care. So I could pee. Yeah, he's he's sniffing coke off his ring right now. Exactly. Other yeah. unsavory places. No. Um, uh, actually, Brooklyn with Zan Zanan Musa. You can't even say the name. You no, I can't. With Dick Scott. <laughs> Dick Scott. No, I'm saying like this is this is what they they took two guys. Like one guy from Bosnia Herzegovina, and then the next guy they took was from Latvia. Yeah. Well, he, they're probably good. I mean, 
that uh, back uh, only Ben Worth would know. <laughs> their, their GM is came from the uh, Spurs system, so and this yes. was actually a draft where the first round was noticeably short on foreign guys. So because yeah. I think the domestic guys were so good, so yeah. Well, and, and I actually like Hamadou Diallo's got a lot of upside. So I feel like a lot of the foreign guys, though, more and more are like coming to the states to do that to do the one and done college. Yeah. So that that sort of cut down on that the number of. Yeah, technically and then, foreign players, even though there's a lot of them. Yeah, and then they're getting exposed a little bit. Yeah, some of them. But I mean, you also look about Donkage could change everything too. Actually, yeah, we'll see. Well, playing for Dallas with that that those guys around him, maybe. Yeah. So and they got picked up some nice players, and they, they had some nice e- players from last year too. Yeah. Knee jerk EG, who had the best draft? Um Well it's funny. It changed because I would have said Philly if they'd have held on to Mikal Bridges. Yeah. Just because that was like a piece they needed. The, like, like for a team that doesn't need a lot of pieces still, like that would have been a great piece for them. And it would have made them, I think, probably my favorite to win the East if LeBron moves on. Um, but, I mean, look, Phoenix did a really nice job for where they were. I mean, obviously it's, it's hard to screw up the number one pick unless you're the Cavs. So, um, yeah. I don't know. Those would be my those would be my picks. I think, and I really liked what Atlanta did too. Yeah, uh, who had the worst to you? To me, like who just totally like made no sense? Philly, uh, either Orlando or the Bulls. Yeah, yeah. At I least think... Philly got like Zaire Smith back for yeah. That's true. Like, Macau Bridges and they. I mean, I, I didn't get their later picks, but I don't think they matter. Yeah. Well, they drafted Kyrie Thomas, but they traded him to Detroit, which actually I think is a nice pickup. That's for a nice Detroit. place for him too. Yeah, and that D- Detroit didn't have a pick, so. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. But look, they Orlando, Orlando have... drafted another another big man yeah. on a team that's full of them. And the the Bulls drafted a it drafted kind of a dinosaur big man on a team that where they really still need they still need good athletic players. Yeah, no, I'll I'll agree with you um, on the Bulls. It it just makes no sense. Uh, what about you, Eli? Who do you think who made a leap? Um, well, earlier I said the Mavs. I, yeah, are you I'm sticking stick with that? With them. I'm sticking with the Mavs as the, probably the most improved team today, considering their positioning and whatnot. And who just totally boned it up? Man, I don't want to piggyback too much off of uh, EGs, but I think, for me, I think it probably is the Bulls. I just, Wendell Carter's fit in today's NBA is just, really hard to stomach and especially after they drafted Markinen last year. Yeah. Like you don't need to keep drafting, you know, fours and fives in today's NBA and I think I think they should have gone for Porter or Or Macau Bridges. Macau Bridges would have been so perfect for them. Yeah, I mean he would have helped, you know, done 
We would have helped everybody. Help. Space the yeah. floor. Yeah. Play defense. Like, that to me, like, Mikhail Bridges is probably the biggest overthink in the in the first 11 picks or whatever. Well, even for Philly, it was an overthink. Like, just take the guy who can put the ball in the basket. Yeah. You know. Or, uh, yeah, to me, uh, I'm trying to look and see who I, who I just thought had a really terrible draft. Um, yeah, I thought the Bulls were right up there. I, I'm going to go with uh, Charlotte, just kind of doubling down on, you know, crazy shooters. I think you can get away with that if you get... See, one of the things that worked out for um, Golden State was they had really good other draft picks, guys that could play defense and guys that could... Um, like, the one thing about Clay Thompson, he, he was big and could play defense, and then they also got Draymond Green. I don't see them getting, a, getting any of those other guys. So, I mean, and maybe they did. You know, maybe Amari Spellman is that guy. Um, maybe Devontae Graham can help them there. But, I mean, I just don't see them having enough guys that can win basketball games and not just put the ball in the basket. So... Who are you talking about? Atlanta. Atlanta. Yeah. Yeah, but I, I think they're years away. I mean, they're yeah. You know, as far as just like having a nice, oh a yeah, nice young core that can grow together. Like, you I know, well, I, mean, I don't. So now that he's not on the Cavs, I can hate Trey Young again, and I, and think that he's not going to be that good. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I feel like that's going to be a good situation for him because there's going to be no expectations. Yeah, there's no pressure. Yeah. Like if he if he had been, if the Cavs had drafted Trey Young, like and LeBron decided to stay. That's ultimate pressure instantly. Yeah. Right. I mean, that's like yep. that's like like uh, you know like uh, not probably not this year with Baker Mayfield, but like last year with with Deshaun Kaiser level pressure to say like okay save this team, you know. So I don't know. I I feel like Trey Young in the backcourt with Herder and with the good young. I, mean, I really like John Collins up front, you know. Uh, yeah, and and uh, Schroeder's not going anywhere right now, so you know he could be coming off the bench to start. So yeah, but who's the other guy they had? Um, it was Torian Prince. He was pretty good last yeah. year. Oh, I feel like they've got some good young pieces to work with. Yep. I mean, look, Atlanta's future looks brighter than it than it has since they won sixty games. So yeah. Yeah, one team that I think is a little overlooked is the Wizards. I actually really didn't like their pick in the Did first not. one either. Troy yeah, Brown. I I'm Did not a get... Troy Brown yeah, fan. Yeah, th- I'm not a Troy Brown fan either. And I... They should have taken Lonnie Walker instead if they wanted yeah. a combo guard. And yeah, they had it's just, Walker. It's too. just oversight. Yeah, or Zahir Smith. Yeah. I mean, Troy Brown is just kind of like a meh. Yeah. Or Kevin Herter. Talk about, you know. Or a guy, a guy that can shoot, shoot, that can help you. Yeah. 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 He's just like a clone of the worst qualities of Beal and Wall to get put together. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Those are, some, yeah. Actually, I like Beal a lot as a player, but Wall has definitely has some bad qualities. Yeah, no, I I think that's a good loser column, and Orlando is a head scratcher too, but they're going to be bad for a long time. So, yeah, I definitely think there's going to be teams just looking to totally walk away from certain contracts and yeah. I feel like George Hill and JR are going to have value because teams especially if those 
contracts have two or three or even four years left on them because George Hill might. I don't think JR will. I think JR will because it's basically an expiring. I mean, it's got a $4 million buyout next year, but for a big contract for a guy like, uh, like you like Bazemore, like Bazemore or something like that, you would totally take that. Mm, I don't know. Would you guys do like a JR and Corver for a Batum deal or no? Not Corver. Straight up? No. What would you, I mean, Batum is a really bad contract because it's like three years. And I would do Batum million. if you're getting another player, if you're getting Kemba Walker, even though I'm not a huge Kemba Walker fan. I think, I mean, I think it's pretty clear the Cavs are going to get rid of George Hill or Clarkson this offseason. They just can't roll with those three point guards, right? Well, it all depends on what LeBron does. I mean, I actually agree with Ben that you can play George Hill. I think a whole season in an offense would be helpful. But, yeah, Carter is, or not Carter, uh, Clarkson is worthless. So, I, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, if you get somebody to take Clarkson, great. I, Yeah, maybe JR and Clarkson for uh, Batum, I would do that deal. I would take the long-term salary. I mean, if you're tanking, Clarkson is a great point guard for you. Look at the Lakers. <laughs> so. Well, so do we consensus feel like this draft had... An impact for LeBron to stick around, uh, and uh, not an impact for him to stick around, or just kind of like meh, inconsequential. Eli, you're the most passionate about this. Sorry, could you repeat the question? I just had a. <laughs> I was listening to R.C. Buford saying that he plans on keeping Kawhi. Wow. Oh, he's going to be keeping him on the bench. Um. No, I, Eli. My question was: Do you feel like this, the way this draft went down, had uh, positive impo- impact on LeBron? Uh, n- no impact on LeBron, or just kind of may like incon- inconsequential? I think it's positive because I think LeBron is hinting he doesn't want to bring up the ball every time, and he doesn't want to ha- be the only playmaker. And I think Sexton's. I think the biggest thing he could do for LeBron is just be a guy that LeBron is willing to trust to bring up the ball and attack the basket. Um, I know a lot of people dog on Sexton because he can't shoot, but in the finals, we we had lineups with Kevin Love, Corver. <laughs> yeah. We had shooters all around, and we couldn't get open shots in. Right, and so, they couldn't shoot, and they couldn't yeah. hit him when they were open. So, yeah, that's a good point. So I think it's like you have to find a different way to attack, and maybe you – you know, having the Kyrie was so valuable because not only because was he a good shooter, he could also attack the basket. Right. So I think, obviously, I'm not saying Sexton is near the level of Kyrie at all, um, but you know, George Hill and Clarkson aren't going to be putting their heads in and and uh, driving to the hoop as effectively as Kyrie ever was going to. So I think this is a this is a positive move. I don't think it's going to be like the deal changing like I'm staying for sure for LeBron but it's a piece that will help uh, LeBron stay in my opinion yeah one of one of the I think it was uh, CLF I can't or CHF I can't remember th- how CLF, he, yeah 
Um, he said that that Sexton um, Osman backcourt is going to be a terror defensively, mm. and and I totally agree with that. And then you put Larry Nance in that, and you know if you put yeah, there's not a lot of shooting in that lineup, but that's definitely a lineup that can generate turnovers and get out and run. And you maybe you put LeBron on that lineup, and then you add a Corver, and that is a lineup that can absolutely get up and down the court, and Corver can hit the three on trail in the break. So yeah, look. Truth be told, like, like I, I mean, I'm still a, I'm still, like I said before, I'm gonna, I'm going to stick to <laughs> the. LeBron stick LeBron staying until until he doesn't and proves me wrong, but if he were to leave, I really hope they they do bring in another coach <laughs> because somebody who can actually develop young talent yeah. and trust them and who knows maybe maybe Ty Lue can do that when if he's got the onus of of hey I can just put LeBron out there for forty eight minutes a game and and go in his games Bron like. Who knows? Maybe maybe he's got it. He's still a young coach. Maybe he's got it within him. I I tend to doubt it, you know. And I think they'd be better off going and finding, you know, a, a young, you know, a, a younger coach. I mean, it's too bad Fisdale's already taken. But hey, you know um, what? Maybe the coach they should have is already on the bench. Who, Larry Drew? No, Damon Jones. Come on, <laughs> soups up. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> chicken serious. tortilla himself. <laughs> um, no, but you know what I mean. Like, I, I, it just seems like the, if they're gonna have a team where it's they're gonna run Sexton and and Jetty in the backcourt and Larry Nance up front alongside of Kevin Love, they decide they really don't want to get rid of him and uh, and you know another young guy or, or Tristan and you know because they gotta keep him around like kind of want that you know or maybe they give maybe they they finally turn uh maybe they finally turn Zizic loose who's still only 21 and obviously has shown some some offensive ability when he's around the hoop so you know look if you if you say hey we're just gonna go all in and play these guys and try to try to just play team ball and defend really well and try to be the nets of this past year you know where they're scrappy enough to surprise teams on certain nights and string some wins together then just doesn't feel like you're going to get that out of a, a Tyloo coached team, so yeah, might be time to reevaluate that if if LeBron does move on. Yeah, yeah, it's hard to say. I mean, I think Cor- Corey has said, and and a, and a lot of people have said, you know, Tyloo isn't walking away from twenty one million dollars. Oh so no, <laughs> they'd have to they'd have to dismiss him. Like he's yeah. not quitting. No, <laughs> exactly. So, and I wish they could find a way to dismiss him, but yeah, it's not happening it anytime soon. Doesn't seem likely. Yeah. So well, we are we... about so the twenty ninth is the deadline, which is one week from today. Yeah. So we will probably have a lot more information a week from now, and so probably one would sta- assume. Although we may only know that he's either opting in or out of the. Well, if he's opting in, option. then something's. Different. <laughs> well, if he's opting in, then it's then it is either a I'm gonna delay it by a year, or I'm opting in to, for a trade, right? Yep. Yep. And if he opts out, then his options are 
or wide open, which seems like that'll be the case. Like, see, to me, stuff. he's only opting in if um, he's taking a trade. Because if he's opting out, he'll just sign another, and he only wants to stay another year. He'll just sign another one plus one. Right. That's true. You know, they, you know, protect himself that extra year from injury. So yeah. But this is correct me if I'm wrong. This is the last year he can get the the five super max, right? Yeah, from any from from anybody. Yep, the over thirty eight rule is in effect. Right, because if he opted in, if he opted in and got traded, I think he could still get the max from what other whatever team he goes to. Yeah, that's correct. Right, but still only four years. Plus, he'd also want to do that to keep his no trade. Right. In place, yeah. Right. So it seems doesn't seem like he'd do another one plus one, unless he just doesn't care about signing a max ever. Yeah, he may not. Who knows? George Hill or not George Hill? Paul George may not. Yeah, but may not. we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, so, do you any big shakeups you see in the NBA not revolving around that in the next few weeks? You feel like the Mavericks might make a move. For what though? Like they've already well, made so many. They could still sign a big. I mean, a lot of people are saying DeAndre Jordan or um, who was the other name I heard? Uh, Randall Carter. Not Randall Carter. Uh, Randall from the Lakers. Oh right. I Is am so bad with names. I don't think he's unrestricted. He's restricted. He's restricted. But a lot of people think that they're not going to want to tie up their cap. Right. Um, it's possible. Even, even for next year. It's possible. I mean, I, I guess if if Boogie was on was wasn't injured, maybe. Yeah, I don't. I don't think Dallas is dumb enough to spend money on Boogie. I do not trust a guy that big with an Achilles issue. Oh no, I don't think he'll be the same this. this whole yeah, you looked at what season. Elton Brand was after his Achilles injury, and he was older, but still. He was just never the same player. Well, it, it unfortunately takes away a lot of what makes Boogie unique. Yeah. His, you know, his ability to, his just the moves he can make and the, his lateral quickness. And, For a guy of that size, yeah. Yeah. So, it's, uh, it'll be tough. But it will be tough. Um, I don't know. I, I don't think so. I think, you know, the only other thing that could happen that would, that would affect the dominoes is, is, Paul George re-upping with OKC or saying yeah. he's going to on on the 29th. Yeah, what about Toronto? Do you think they'll blow it up or do you think they'll try to contend while rebuilding? I think they should. We should do what? Blow it up. Yeah. Oh, I agree with you. I mean, I thought they should have blown it up last year. I would love to see Kyle Lowry. You totally talked me into Kyle Lowry on the Cavs. Yeah. By the way, they could still do it. They could still do it. Oh, if absolutely. Toronto came to him and said, okay, so trade us Sexton and, uh, you know, Sexton and, and George Hill for for Kyle. I think they, they there's a chance they could do that. I, I totally they, agree with if you. They knew, if they knew LeBron was going to – if they knew that that would keep LeBron around. Having yeah, a, a yeah and then the other side of that being DeMar DeRozan could go to L.A. <laughs> he could. Which I could totally see. Although I don't think DeMar DeRozan would be that piece that would get LeBron excited about going to LA. No, no, no. I think that would be part of the consolation package. Oh, I see what you mean. Like, he yeah. goes to L.A. along with... Boogie Cousins, yeah. Right. Although, I think they'd keep him. 
I th- I think because think about it. Like if you could get basically the young version of Lowry who still needs to learn how to shoot in in Sexton mm-hmm. and George and George Hill to hold it down for a year. And with all those young guys they have around them, like I mean, OG Ananobi, and you know, if they can, if they wind up re-signing uh, Van Vliet, and you know, some of those guys they have off the bench, I could see them making another run at that. Well, they they could certainly be a playoff team for sure. Yeah, because Van Vliet would probably become the starting point guard in that case. Right. Yeah. Or, or again, like I think he'd be the sixth man, and you'd have. You'd have George Hill be your starter. For, well, yeah, probably. For yeah. Although, I don't love... I actually like George Hill still on this team. If they move George Hill, or if they move Sexton, I'd much rather see a JR and someone else go out, but that's probably not possible. They probably... Nobody yeah. wants to eat Jordan Clarkson or Tristan but Thompson's contract. They're just showing Sexton talking again, like like after he got picked and the message he had for LeBron. I mean, I don't know. I, I like that kid. I like. Yeah, I like let's go. Let's get to the finals about. again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I love that I mean, attitude. Be, I mean, be aggressive. <laughs> the Cavs are in desperate need of energy, and he can give them that. So yeah, I'm excited. Me too. And and I'm excited to see the player he becomes because, you know, like a lot of these guys is not fully formed, but I think that he has as much upside as anybody in that draft. Yeah. So, yeah, it, it should be a uh, fun... Uh, I, I think that was a loaded draft, and I think you'll see a lot of those guys in the league for a long time. So I think so, too, including guys in the second round. Oh, absolutely. I think there's undrafted guys that will make teams this year. The Cavs will probably have one. <laughs> we can only hope. Yeah. And and hope that <laughs> he's taller than five foot seven. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay, well, well as always. Uh, yeah. Let's let's yeah. wrap we'll wrap this up for tonight, but uh I, anything you want to pitch EG? We'll, no. No, I'm I've had my fill <laughs> after this draft. <laughs> I'm good. I'm yeah. good for a little while. I think I'm. I'm. I'm getting ready to. I'm. I. I have one last. Uh, I think push. Good strong push in me to to get through free agency. <laughs> and then, then you're taking a Cavalier I think break. I'm gonna take a Cavalier break. Yeah. Uh, until we maybe see Sexton play in summer league. Yeah. What about you, Eli? Anything you want to pitch? Uh yeah. So lately, I've been trying the whole uh, brewery stuff in Columbus in my nice. time. Nice. Columbus got a lot of great, great breweries. Yep. So I have a new favorite beer and it's local. It's with Wolf Ridge Brewing Company. Oh, nice. They got some good stuff. And uh, my new favorite beer is their Dire Wolf, which is an Imperial Stout. Nice. So that's what I want to shout out. I'm not a big IPA guy um, per se, so I'm glad I found something else that I like from them because they have a bunch of IPAs, but um, that's kind of my yeah, shout-out. I know David Wood would. This Jackson Brewery called Royal Docks Brewing, which is, uh, like I said, out of Jackson Township here, and it's Backyard Crusher, which is a nice hoppy, citrusy, limey, um, you know, summer beer, uh, about sessionable, kind of an IPA, kind of a pale, kind of a uh, citra, so but a little cloudier than that. So it, it's a good uh, good lawnmower beer. So. Nice. W- with a little bit of bite to it, so 
Nice. And uh, as far as music, go check out the new Nico case, um, my f- album of the year so far. Oh. Album's called Hell On. And I didn't know they had, mo- there's a new one out. I have to go check it out. Yeah, and the movies, um, I haven't gotten in the movies in a bit, so I, I'm looking forward to seeing The Incredibles 2 this weekend. Oh, I saw Ooh. it. It's really good. Yeah, oh. I heard it's really good. I have a different opinion, but uh, I saw <laughs> it already, too. Okay, well, no spoilers. We'll, after I see it, we'll, we'll have to talk it over. That's fine. We can say that for the next pod, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, if you want to see a scary movie, go see uh, Hereditary. Oh, okay. Yeah, I still have to see the No Talking movie or whatever it is. Oh, yeah, Quiet Place. Yeah, definitely yeah. see that first. Cool. Hey, did you see... Um, I want to ask your opinion on a movie. Did you see Annihilation? Yes. Did you like it? I thought it was fine. <laughs> okay. You no, know, I, I I can explain. Like I I, I thought um, I thought that that uh, the movie he made just before that, uh, you know, with Ex Machina was was much was better. Such a great debut film, and I felt uh-huh. like this one was just fine. Like it just kind of came up a little bit short. It was that good, that not sophomore, great. That sophomore letdown, so to sophomore speak. Sophomore jinx. I, I don't have any. I I think his next ones will be will be great too. But I I don't know. This was just one of those like yeah, not your best work. So. Okay. So basically, E.G. says she's very nice. Yeah, it's not quite. <laughs> she the has New a York great Knicks, personality. It's not quite the New York Knicks thumbs down to Kevin Knox tonight. But, <laughs> that that know. kid was so great. Yeah. So. Yeah, but other, oh, and can we talk about uh, SGA's? Like, who did you think had the best suit? Because you and I, <laughs> there yeah, was I, I, would he, it would look like a tinfoil suit. I know. So I just loved. I loved the inside of Sexton's suit. Did you see that? No, I didn't. Check it out. It's online. Oh, okay. I I yeah, totally. It. Check that. I, I, I love that he like was wearing way... a wine tuxedo. Oh yeah, but I was it was like way early in the in the the thread, but I posted it. It was like a it was like a, like a mural of of him on the inside of the jacket. It was cool. Nice. I'll check that out. And he oh, was already like he was already dressed uh, shorty shorty wine suit. His LeBron suit. Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah, with he wore with the shorts like LeBron did in game. Oh, okay. Game four. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Think he knew he was going to the Cavs. Uh, I think he, I think he thought there was a possibility. Yeah, I mean, with the between that and the wine, uh, the wine tux. Yeah. <laughs> cool. All right. Well, as always, go Cavs. Go Cavs. Go Cavs. All right. Don't. Ha- Thank you for listening to Cavs the Blogs podcast. Check back soon for some more fun with your favorite blogger. And we're out. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.